Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. I'm back. Let's pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, touch every man and woman and child. We all need you in the name of Jesus Christ. Touch every man and woman and child in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters. I just want to give you a little praise report. Um, A salesperson came yesterday. uh, 23, 24-year-old young man. And it was awesome. I was able to tell a witness to him. I brought uh, invited him in the house, and I was able to witness to him and tell him about Jesus for one hour. I prayed for him, told him my testimony, and it was beautiful. He didn't believe in any God or anything, and um, it was beautiful. Um, gave him my card, prayed for him as he left, and told him that I'm here for him in the name of Jesus Christ. And I just want to to give Jesus all the honor and glory. I, I love telling people about Jesus. I do this here on, on uh, Anchor and wherever you hear it on any platform. I do this for you. I don't do this for me. Um, I have a subject today that the Lord put on my heart. It's been heavy. I don't know how it's going to come out, but it's my testimony. And today it's about pain and heartbreak. So many people are reaching out to to me and my wife. And it's people are hurting. People are hurting. People are desperate. People are being beaten and raped and and on the verge of committing suicide, losing hope. And I'm here. I have a message for every single one of you. Jesus loves you. There's hope. His name is Lord Mighty Jesus Christ. And I'm, I want to read a couple of scriptures to start off. In 1 Peter 5, 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. You hear this, brothers and sisters? Jesus cares for you. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. That's uh, 1 Peter 5, 7. Now this one's going to be Psalms 55, 22. Casting all your burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain you. Sustain, uh, I looked it up, means strength. Strengthens you, gives you strength. Cast all your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. All right, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you what I went through. You know I had a very, very hard life. So at this time, I'm 19 years old. I was married and um, my wife at the time was seven months pregnant. And we went went to the doctor, found out we're having twins. We didn't know. We didn't know. No one knew. No one knew we were having twins and you're going to find out why. So when we found out, I was like, twins? I was like, twins? And three hours later, she went into emergency labor. I'll never forget, we go to the hospital. She's on the table. And they did, I don't know the codes, code red, code blue, whatever it is, and everybody's running to my wife at that time. 
And they said there's something wrong. I'm in a state of shock as I'm watching. My wife is almost dying on the table. The twins, the first one comes out. My daughter's not breathing. They're working on her. My other twin, my other daughter comes out. They struggle to get her out. They get her out, not breathing. At that time, my wife almost died on the table. Both my daughters are not breathing. And I am in a state of shock. I, I, I don't know. I'm just like in a state of shock. I, I'm not moving. I'm just watching all these nurses working on my wife, working on both my daughters, making sure my wife has, she's okay, that she has oxygen, she's breathing. My girls to bring them back to life, they weren't breathing. And I, all I could say is, I don't know what's going on, Lord. I, I, I didn't really have words. Next thing you know, they rushed the babies to the other rooms. And they put my wife in a, a room. We go in the room. Because remember, we walked in the hospital and all this happened instantly. And when they put in the room, we don't know what's going on. We haven't heard anything about our daughters, our twins. <laughs> and I remember they come real fast and they, sh they said, here's your firstborn. She's in an incubator. She's two pounds. Or no, over a little, maybe three pounds, something like that. And they said, we're, we're taking her in the ambulance because we run to Larry. They're taking her to Fresno because they have a, a Valley's Children's Hospital. Everybody knows the famous one. And they're rushing her in the ambulance straight to Fresno Hospital, Valley's Children's Hospital. And we saw her for a split second and they took her. And they said, your other daughter, she's in critical condition. But they flew her in a helicopter to Valley Children's Hospital in Fresno. So we didn't know what to think. And they go, you have names. We, I'm not going to say the names of my daughter. Oh, my daughter's in... Um, so I, I don't know what to think. I, I, I can't sleep. So the next morning, the doctors call us from Fresno Hospital to, to, to Larry Hospital. We're still there. And uh, we tell Sister Gloria what happens before I tell you what the doctor said. And Sister Gloria says, we'll, t we'll take you to her and her husband. We'll take us to Fresno to go see our daughters. And... They called us and they say, hey, you're, you're, you're second born, the second one that came out. They go, your daughter is severely ill, uh, 
are sick and they're asking us if they could pull the plug on our daughter. They said our oldest is going to make it, but she needs to be in an incubator. They need to watch her and make sure she she's going to be okay. And they're they're asking us, please, can we pull the plug on your daughter? And me and my wife said, no. We want to be there to say goodbye. So Sister Gloria and her husband came and picked us up. We went to Fresno. And we were at the Valley Children's Hospital. They had rooms for us and everything. And um, when we went to the doctor's, Right away, they said, your oldest is going to make it. She's just going to probably be here for a month. We're going to make sure, she, you know, get her strength because she's a, a, a preemie baby. Only seven months, and she's like barely three pounds. And my other daughter's like two pounds. So they go, she's she's in the, you know, in the incubator with all these machines. So they take us to our sick daughter that they want us to pull the plug. And they're saying, we we don't know how your daughter's alive at all. But she, we don't understand. She's not fully developed inside her body. And we, she's, she, there's no way she can live. We, we have to pull the plug and we have to let her go. And they said, there's two ways to do this. We just unplug the, the machine and let her stop breathing. Or you can hold her, wrap her up as she dies in your arms. And I grabbed me a big, big rag. And I remember Sister Gloria, her husband, me, my wife sat in the middle of the room. It's by ourselves. They unplugged my daughter. They wrap her up, and they said she's not going to be able to breathe. They said it'll take a couple of minutes until she dies. And my wife was holding her. I was crying. I was crying so hard. And. My wife at the time looks at me and she goes, do you want to hold your daughter? And I didn't want to hold her because I was scared. I was scared. And I said, oh, everybody said, oh, hold your daughter. That's okay. So I sit down and my daughter was put in my arms. And, and I know this was from Jesus. Everybody left the room, including my wife. It was just me and my daughter. <laughs> she had little afro hair. <laughs> she was so cute. I sang to her. I kissed her nose. I told her that I love her. And I'm not going to be greedy and pray for a miracle. I told her I was jealous of my daughter because she's going home. <laughs> she's going straight home to heaven. <laughs> I was I made a promise to her right there. I said her name is Jessica. I go, Jessica. I go, I promise you, I'm gonna meet you in heaven. 
I go, I promise you, I will meet you in heaven. I will not pray to save you on this earth. I pray that Jesus take you fast because she was struggling to breathe. And I remember Dr. walks in. I'm crying. I'm holding on. I'm singing Jesus music to her. I'm singing to her. Telling her I love her. And the doctor checks on her. And he goes, wow, she's a fighter. She's still alive. And I wanted to hit the doctor so bad because that hurt me. I didn't want her to struggle. And I held her to her last breath. <laughs> and the doctors came back and checked and says she's gone. That is special to me because Jesus allowed me to spend that special moment with my daughter <laughs> alone. I say to her, I can see her face to this day. Her hair, her nose, and I kissed her and told her, I will see you in heaven. I had a hard life, but I give all the honor and glory to Jesus. And you know why? Nobody knew that I had twins. It's because you don't know what I've been through. My whole life, the devil tried to kill me, make deals, and I had witches and warlocks come after me. I had so many witches and warlocks, and Jesus told me, that's because the witches attacked my daughter, and Jesus had to keep my other daughter a secret. Because if anybody knew I had twins, she would have died too. So it was a secret. That's why when we found out, we were having twins three hours later, she went to labor because the witches could not attack her. (laughs) I told you, I've been through so much in my life. I have so many tragedies, horrific things that happened to me that I don't ever want to tell anybody because it hurts. But you know what gave me strength? My love for Jesus. You know what gave me strength? I had my son, my oldest son that I had a year before. And then I had a daughter that's alive. And most importantly, my King Jesus. I want to tell every single man, woman, anybody that hears this. I know people are being abused and raped molested horrific things are happening to you I want to tell you Jesus loves you that's why that's why I read these scriptures casting all your care upon him for he cares for you Jesus knows where you're at nobody knows but Jesus knows and he can deliver you if you've been abused and hurt Jesus can deliver you. My wife has horrible stories. 
But you know, Jesus delivered my wife. Jesus is the same as yesterday, today, and forever. That's Hebrews 13.8. Jesus loves you. My heart goes out to every single man, woman, and child that are being abused and hurt and tortured and tormented. I'm here to tell you, call on Jesus. He loves you. Just cry your heart out. I'm not Jesus, but I'm going to tell you what I did. I cried my heart out to Jesus. He loved me. My Jesus was there for me. And only Jesus. You have no idea what I went through. No one. The pain and suffering. But Jesus was always there for me. I begged Jesus to take my life so many times in my life. I begged him. <laughs> but you always told me, no, he's going to use me first to take me home. I didn't want to talk about this message. Because it brings back all those feelings and memories that I ignore. <laughs> and I want to tell every single man, woman, and child, there is hope. Jesus loves you. He can deliver you. Just call on him. Just fall on your face and say, Jesus, I can't go any further. The ones that want to commit suicide. I know it's hard. I know you want to just die. I know. I know that feeling. You just don't want to see tomorrow. My heart aches for you, every single person that's going through this because I know that pain. I know that pain. Sometimes you may not even have anybody, but I tell you what, all you need is Jesus. Jesus loves you. Jesus will deliver you. Just call on the name of Jesus and say Jesus. Don't say Father God. Don't say God. Say Jesus. I promise you, he will come to you. He will deliver you. I'm living proof. I'm living proof. It wasn't easy. But I tell you what, Jesus was with me every moment. He was always there for me, comforting me, telling me he loves me. He will hug me. Jesus is amazing. I don't know how many times I gotta tell you people. Jesus is amazing. All you have to do is pour your heart into him. And Jesus only. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. He will deliver you. And I don't need to know. This is between you and Jesus. I don't care if you're around the world because I have, there's 24 countries following me right now that I know of. You could be anywhere, anywhere around the world. In the United States, Jesus is with you right now as I'm speaking. He loves you. Say, Jesus, are you real? Jesus, do you really love me? Jesus, I want to know you. Jesus, introduce yourself to me. Jesus.
taking a moment, brothers and sisters, just giving Jesus all the honor and glory. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to let you know, brothers and sisters, I have a daughter that's in heaven. And I am going to go home and be with her. This world has nothing to offer for me. I want nothing to do with this world. What brings me joy is telling people about Jesus. When that young man came to the door, 23, 24 years old, I was so happy to witness to him. And Jesus touched him. He said he's never heard of such a testimony in his life. He says, you are real. You are the most realest person I've ever met. Because I don't ask for money. Nothing. I don't. Nothing. This is for you, brothers and sisters. Every man, a woman, a child. Jesus loves you. And Jesus is free. And all you have to do is get on your knees, fall on your face. I don't care if it's on your bed. Cry your heart out to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I can't take another day. I understand when people want to commit suicide. I know. I know. Jesus saved me. And you don't understand how many times I want to die because I've been through so much pain growing up. And then in my 20s and my 30s. I've been through so much, but I give all the honor and glory to Jesus because look where I'm at now. I have a beautiful wife that Jesus gave me. We went on two years of being married. She's a godly woman. She has a relationship with Jesus. We pray together. We eat together. She's my best friend. She's a godly woman. I thank Jesus for her. We do everything for Jesus together. We want, we pray for our families. We try to tell everybody about Jesus, even the ones that reject us. We're never going to stop because there's people that are hurting. There's people that reach out to us. Jesus loves you. This is what me and my wife do. We do this for Jesus only. I just wanted you to know that Jesus loves you. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not there, but I'm not Jesus. Jesus is with you right now. And Jesus can deliver you and help you. I know people hear this are going through horrific things. But I want to let you know, call on Jesus. If a man's about to rape you, a man's about to beat you, and a man pulls a gun out, say Jesus with everything you have and watch what happens. I taught this since I, since Jesus called me at 13 years old and I could tell you miracles after miracles after miracles what Jesus did. And I'm sorry. The ones that have gone through the pain and suffering and some are still going through it. But I promise you, if you call on Jesus, there's nothing he cannot do. There is nothing Jesus cannot do. I want to read you to Isaiah 40, 31. For those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. 
They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Just trust Jesus. When Jesus comes to you and rescues you, when Jesus talks to you, when you encounter our Lord mighty Jesus Christ, he will guide you. Trust Jesus. Just give everything. Remember, give all. Remember, I'm going to tell you this again. Casting all, all your cares upon him. For he cares for you. You hear me? Every man, woman, and child, Jesus cares for you. Casting all, all your burdens, your cares upon Jesus. He loves you. This is for everybody that goes to pain and heartbreak. People that lose family members. People that lose children. Just give it all to Jesus. And only Jesus and Jesus will comfort you. He loves you. He knows your pain. I know there's times you feel alone. I promise you. If you reach out to Jesus, you will experience something you've never experienced before. I don't care what religion you're in. You call on Jesus because Jesus will guide you to the right religion. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. But I'm not talking about that right now. Just call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. He will heal your mind, your body, and your soul. And only Jesus can do that. No counselors, no medication. Jesus. I don't care if you're in a hospital listening to this. Jesus is with you in the room right now. If you lost a child. If you lost a husband or a wife, a mother or a son or whatever, Jesus is with you. This is for every single person that's gone through pain and heartbreak. And if you're the abuser, you can repent, get on your knees, and Jesus will forgive you. Repent, for the wages of sin is death. Stop being mean and cruel. Stop being obedient to the devil. Stop being an evildoer. Repent from your sins and turn your life and repent and follow Jesus. And the ones that are hurting and suffering, I know the devil tells you, just kill yourself, just die. I know. The horrific thoughts that go in your mind from Satan. But just surrender everything you have. Casting all your cares upon him. For Jesus loves you. He cares for you. Jesus loves you, brothers and sisters. Jesus loves you. I don't care how old you are and how young you are. Jesus loves you. He's with you right now. Whoever hears this is because Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. You need to hear this. You hear me, brothers and sisters? Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Can you feel that, brothers and sisters? Can you feel that right now? Jesus loves you. It's not me. It's Jesus. What you're feeling right now is Jesus. It's not me. It's Jesus. That's who I serve. He will heal your heart. He will cry with you. He'll hold you while you're pouring your heart out to him. I know I've been there. He loves you. 
cast all your cares upon him, Jesus. For he loves you and he cares for you. And I want to say I'm sorry. It hurts. But I promise you, you allow Jesus to come into your life. You call upon him and watch what happens. Watch what happens. Jesus loves you, brothers and sisters. Thank you for listening. This is for you. I I didn't really want to talk about this, but brothers and sisters, Jesus is amazing. He loves you. This is for every person that's going through pain and heartbreak. Again, I'm going to read this scripture. Casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Jesus cares for you. He loves you. You need to know Jesus loves you. The devil's a liar. I rebuke the devil right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus loves you. God bless you, sisters. Till next time. I just want to say thank you for listening. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Goodbye. God bless. Bye.